Welcome to the podcast Basic Brie, the podcast for 20-somethings. We'll discuss everything from entertainment, fashion, beauty, and all things in between. Kardashians, reality shows, book reviews, and fun-breaking news is what Basic Brie is all about. Being a basic bitch has always been my calling, and now I'm spreading it across the internet waves. Won't you join me? was a little bit of one of my favorite Christmas songs, Michael Bublé's Baby I'll Be Home for Christmas. The Michael Bublé Christmas album is probably one of the best albums ever. Michael Bublé is the shit. I love him. But welcome, with that being said, welcome back to episode 12 of Basic Brie. I'm Brianna. I'm your host. And let's get into a variety of topics on entertainment celebrities and the Christmas season. This is a little bit late in the week for me. It's Wednesday, December 21st, but last week I was away for work. I went down to QVC in Pennsylvania for um for my job and I got back on Saturday. I didn't get into the house until like maybe three o'clock and basically just passed out and was out of commission for Saturday and Sunday and then Monday and Tuesday I was like just super cranky and came home and fell asleep at like nine o'clock but it is officially Christmas vacation um I'm off for the next week and a half I go back to work January 3rd and I'm just super excited to have like this whole time to myself and just really like enjoy Christmas and reflect on the year it was a really tough year for me um, I lost my dad in March, so basically since the beginning of the year has been super, super hard. Um, getting a little deep with you right now, but, so I'm happy to see 2016 go and say hello to 2017. Hopefully it is a much better year. But, I am late on some of this news, but I feel like I need to get, I need to get it all out. So Saturday, while I was basically passed out and being a couch potato, the glorious Robin China decided to give us a bit of a sneak preview of their baby special. And I say sneak preview because I wholeheartedly believe some of this was for publicity. It was just way too convenient. Now, we know my love for the Kardashians. I've, I make no qualms about how I feel about the family. I love them. Rob and China have, I've always been very skeptical in like the first few episodes of the podcast. I talked about them and, like, their drama, and I don't just, I like Black China, but this kind of just made me not like her as much, because she just proved us all right. So, what happened was, was that uh, China's Instagram got hacked, and then it re- they released all of her, like, DMs and text messages with her lawyer, her friends, talking about Rob, her friends to to her friend, she was saying how Rob's lazy and he's fat and he's depressed and she can't stand him anymore, blah, blah, blah. And she was just going to, like, give him a year and then she was going to leave him. Then her lawyer and her were talking about how she was going to trademark the Kardashian name without telling Chris and to see if it was better to do it before or after her marriage. And I just thought that 
like that's what we said when this started out was that she was using I remember like I felt it last last January when they started dating or even around this time last year when they started dating I was like this is bogus she's using him she's trying to get back at Tyga blah 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 then the show came out and I changed my tune about China because I actually really liked her and now this is just like proving us all all right that this is how we felt and this is how like the Kardashians felt and now this is all right. She took Dream and King out of the house, took all the furniture, took all the food, took everything. Vacuum. There were like literal vacuum lines on the rugs. And Rob, after he saw her Instagram hack, and like, I don't know if the two are related. I don't know if the Instagram hack and Rob, and Rob, like, China leaving Rob is related. I kind of don't think they are. Because... Because she, her Instagram was hacked, and then all of a sudden, like, a minutes, minutes later, Rob posted the video. So, it, it, it had to be, like, Rob was out of the house, Rob was away from the house, and they moved out. But Rob then went around saying, like, showing the empty house, and, um, on his Snapchat, and on, and on Instagram, and then was posting all these memes about people making fun of him, and I was just like, this is so weird. Did I feel bad for Rob? Yes. Do I still, like, I'm kind of just, like, over the two of them. Like, you now have a child. Whether she wanted to trap Rob, wanted to just use the baby for the Kardashian name. Dream is here. She's effing cute as shit. That is, like, hands down probably one of the cutest Kardashian babies, like, as an infant. Like, all the other babies were, like, weird looking. Like, Mason was a funny infant, Penelope was a funny infant, North and Saint were funny infants. Dream is, like, a cute, cute infant. So, like, you just, you have to, like, not to get all, like, philosophical, but, like, not that this is philosophy, but you have to, like, you now have a child to take care of. Stop with the social media bullshit, take care of your shit in private, and, like, yes, the Kardashians are known for putting everything out on the table. But you know what? They don't put anything out on the table while it's going on. Like, when Courtney and Scott had their problems, they didn't put anything on social media. They took care of it behind closed doors. Those doors just happened to have cameras with them. So I can respect that a little more because it's editing and everything. But doing these things as it happens, and basically you can't take them back. Like, think before you post something on on Instagram or Snapchat. It's just a lot. And, like, I don't know how China is going to get back from her Instagram being hacked. I will say some of them looked fake. Like, some of the text messages and in DMs looked fake. So, I don't know if it's all real. But she didn't deny it. And then it just so happened that this all happened, like, literally 24 hours before the show was set to premiere. So, I kind of think that's, that's weird timing. That's really weird ass timing and I really that's what got that's what got me if this was not if it wasn't um if the show wasn't premiering I definitely would probably think all of it was real but the fact that the show was premiering 24 hours later is very sketchy so do I think Rob and China are gonna get back together 100% her mom went on Instagram and said it Rob just needs to get his shit together which people have been telling him for literally four years he needs to get his act together 
for the sake of himself, for his family, for his daughter, for China, for everything. So I am kind of indifferent on that in conclusion. Um, don't really don't really care about Rob and China, but care about them enough to talk about them on the podcast, but kind of feel bad for Rob, kind of don't, kind of don't like China anymore, if what she said in those DMs is all true. So we shall see how the rest of that plays out. I have a few more topics, but next we're going we're gonna to get all the Kardashian stuff over with. There's just so many of them we have to talk about them. Kim and Kanye. So Kanye, I don't think I... I might have touched on this a little bit, but basically he had a mental breakdown. He was in the hospital. Kim wasn't, Kim and Kanye were like living separate. She like wasn't letting him see the kids because she was afraid of like how she didn't want him. She didn't want them to see him like that, which I can understand and I can respect that. But then obviously divorce rumors started flying and everybody was like, oh my God, they're getting divorced. Oh my God, they're getting divorced. We still have yet to see Miss Kim in public or on social media after Paris. It's now been almost three months. It'll be three months in January on January 3rd that the robbery happened and she has not returned to social media. I definitely did not think it was going to last this long. I thought maybe we'd see a month. Definitely then at two months I was like she not cannot go a whole other month. So now we're coming up to three months and it's basically like the real deal. But um, nobody came out and denied it from the Kardashian camp. Kim, did, uh, Chris didn't say anything. Nobody said anything. So we were like, oh, my God, could this be real? And, like, from what you heard in the reports, like, Kim, sources say Kim is, like, very unhappy and very disappointed. And, like, the fact that he went and met with the president-elect, whose name will not be spoken, we are really going to treat this for the next four years like Voldemort. I will not say his name. Um... But that's my own personal um, motive. So, like, the fact that he went and met with the president-elect and, like, when Kim was so vocal about voting for Hillary, like, just, like, which is a lot of weird things at once. But then, all of a sudden, over the weekend, I think it was, like, Sunday or Monday night, they were spotted out at, like, a very public restaurant where paparazzi are known to, like, wait for celebrities and Kim, once again, I think, like, didn't really have any makeup on, but was, like, with Kanye, was smiling. They were, like, very into it. Um, and I think that that was just, like, them making a joint statement. Like, no, we're still here. We're working through our problems. And, like, th- this is this is who we are right now. And everybody's allowed, like, everybody's allowed to, like, mess up once in a while. And I've been very indifferent on Kanye for years, ever since the Taylor Swift fiasco, because I was a huge fan of Taylor Swift. I still love her music. I don't really like her anymore. But ever since then, like, Kanye's really put a bad taste in my mouth. But the Kardashians are the ones who, like, kind of opened my eyes. And, like, maybe Kanye's not such a bad guy, because you'd see him on on the show with Kim and North and, and how he reacted to the whole Caitlyn thing. Like, it really changed my opinion on Kanye. But now, like, this whole thing kind of proved that Kanye is still Kanye, and he always will be. So we shall see how that plays out, uh, too. I really miss Kim on social media. I 
I think that this is bonkers. I totally understand, but I think it's crazy that it's been almost three months and she's still not back. But we'll see about that. On to the last celebrity news opinion of the of the episode, Lena Dunham. Now, when Lena Dunham first came on the scene with Girls, I loved her. I thought Girls was so cool. It was like sex in the city for the younger generation. I was still in college, but felt like I could like really relate to Girls. Um, I was like such a Shoshana. Um, and I liked Lena Dunham. And it was until I read her book when it first came out that I really was like, oh, I didn't really like that book. And now I really kind of don't know how I feel about her. And it would just kind of, I just kind of like didn't have an opinion on her. I stopped watching Girls just because like I was busy and I, I couldn't follow the story anymore and it was just like weird. But this week she came out and she said on her own podcast that she wishes she would have had the chance to have an abortion. She said it because she was talking about how one time she was at like a Planned Parenthood event and they asked her to share her abortion story and she said, well, I've never had one. She's a huge abortion rights activist, which I can, like I totally, like I totally respect because I am pro-choice and I always have been and I always will be. Um, but, and I respect her for th for that work, but at the same time I'm like, I, and I understand why, I, it's not that I understand why she said it. She, I think, it should have never been said. And I think her thinking is so fucking delusional. Basically, she, she said that she wished, like, she had one so she could, like, sympathize and, like, tell her story. But, like, I'm not gonna get too political. But, like, an abortion is not something to wish for so you could relate to people. Like, that's fucking insane to think think that um it is literally bonkers to say that you wish you had an abortion an abortion is not a trend it's not something you wish you had it's literally like it, it it's so it's so I am like speechless when I first heard that I was like this is it like she has literally shut it down um she has literally like ruined herself and people and I think that this is a statement that is more harm to the abortion rights pro-choice pro-choice community than it is anything else but I won't get into that because it's not that kind of podcast um but I just think Lena Dunham is such a fucking asshole like, she's said things throughout the past that I'm just like, I shake my head at. I think it's ridiculous. She's just a fucking idiot, and I hate her. And I think that this statement really turned a page for a lot of people who have, like, been on the fence about her. But, like, I really wish she just, like, wasn't famous anymore because she says the dumbest fucking shit, and she's legit insane. She's insane. For you to say that you wish you had an abortion, you have to be mentally unstable. And, like... I have anxiety and I have depression and and I, and I take anxiety medication and I can like relate to people who like have mental health disorders but like you're a fucking douchebag. Sorry Lena Dunham, I hate you. And now on to happy news. Christmas is 4 days away. I'm super excited. 
um, even though, like, it was a rough year for me, and, like, especially in the Italian Catholic family, when somebody, when there's a big death in the family, you're not supposed to, like, celebrate Christmas, you're not supposed to, like, celebrate Thanksgiving, you're not supposed to celebrate any holidays, um, like, you're not supposed to put a Christmas tree and all this stuff, but, like, I was like, I'm not gonna do that, like, my dad wouldn't want that, so we literally, like, and, like, I wanted to decorate my new house, I mean, I still live with my, with my mom and my sister, but I wanted to decorate the house and my new room and everything, so I was like, no, F this, like, where I'm, we're decorating, and we're having Christmas Eve at my house, and I can't wait, I'm just super stoked to enjoy, like, the last few days of Christmas movies and all, and baking and shopping and wrapping gifts, because obviously I haven't stopped, I haven't finished shopping, and I have not wrapped one single gift. Granted, I don't have that many to wrap, but haven't done a single thing, and I'm waiting for, like, the next two days to do all of that. But I wanted to talk a little bit about Christmas movies. And we haven't really touched on it that at that much. We talked about, like, a lot of fall and Thanksgiving stuff. But I have not done anything on Christmas. So let's start with Christmas movies. My top five. I love the Claymations. I know, like, they're very, like, up in the air for some people. But I love the Claymations. I, my favorite Claymation is definitely The Year Without a Santa Claus. I, that was my favorite when I was little. I loved the Miser Brothers. I loved, um, loved how, like, Santa needed a vacation, and it was just great. So that, I think, it's definitely, I'm not doing these in order, because I really can't pick. So the Claymation, The Year Without a Santa Claus, uh, A Charlie Brown Christmas, because the Peanuts are on every single holiday list. I love them. Elf is like such a good classic Christmas movie and it's like newer so it, it's um it's like that newer classic like I saw Elf in theaters and I think that that's just so cool that I like remember watching it in the theater and I remember like belly laughing at it um Home Alone 1 and 2 I haven't seen 2 this year I have to find it on on um I don't think they have it on Netflix but on demand or somewhere I have to find it and, um, so that's, so Claymation, the, um, Home Alone, Elf, so I have two more. The Santa Claus, only the first one. The second one is, is sucks, the third one sucks. The original, love it, I could watch it over and over again. I think it's, Charlie is like the cutest little kid, it's great. And then, my fifth favorite Christmas movie hmm maybe this will be a top four because those are like the one those are like my homeboys like I love it and I and it's not Christmas until I watch those four so yeah we'll stick with four but um I have not watched anything else but Freeform aka ABC Families 25 Days of Christmas um it's just the best and I mean, Christmas movies are what Christmas is all about, LOLJK, but, um, so I can't wait to finish watching Christmas movies to, like, turn the Christmas tree on and turn the Christmas music on and, like, bake gingerbread cookies and sugar cookies and Oreo truffles and gingerbread cupcakes and just, like, go to town tomorrow night and the night before Christmas Eve and just, like, do everything, do the most of everything, like, 
I love peppermint flavored things like peppermint hot chocolate and peppermint candy cane coffee and peppermint mochas and like red cups at Starbucks are my favorite thing ever. I bought like Kate Spade Christmas cards this year to to send out to all my friends. Like it's just Christmas is the best time of year and I am like so sad to see it go because now I have to wait like 365 days for Christmas to come back and I also hate the end of December um because I hate New Year's but we'll talk about that next week and I this just means like winter yes today is the first day of winter but winter is basically over because after Christmas you have January and yes it's like the dead of winter but then February and March is like spring and I hate the spring and I hate the summer and I just want to wear boots and sweatshirts and heavy coats and scarves and gloves all year round I literally should move to Alaska and with that being said, this ends the 12th episode of Basic Brie. Thank you for listening. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and I'll see you next week. Bye.